everyone, and thank you for joining APQC's podcast today. My name is Madison Lundquist, and I'll be the facilitator. On the phone with me, I have APQC's Supply Chain Management, Product Development, and Innovation Research Program Manager, Andrea Stroud, and the Research Specialist, Becky Partita. In early 2015, APQC fielded a study focused on determining current supply chain management priorities and trends. Today, Andrea and Becky are going to discuss some of their findings. Okay, let's go ahead and get started here. Andrew and Becky, feel free to answer questions as you feel you would like to. So let's kick it off here. What are the organization's biggest priorities and business objectives this year? So I'll take that one. Um, I would say that the top five priorities and business objectives this year are really around customer satisfaction, efficiency, cost, quality, and cross-functional collaboration. So organizations are really looking for new ways to be efficient, cut costs, and create higher quality products while making sure that customers are staying satisfied. Not only is customer satisfaction key, but organizations are also leveraging customer satisfaction to help define quality and offer performance improvements to their supply chain. So you have to get the most out of the customer satisfaction and really apply it um, so that you can, can, can improve what you are, are doing with your supply chain. Becky, do you have anything to add to that? No, I think that sounded pretty good, Andrea. All right, thanks, guys. Let's move on to number two. What's the organization budget for supply chain management tools and approaches look like in 2015? I can take that one. So um, in our survey of, of a little over a half of the organizations that responded, um, expect their budgets for supply chain tools, approaches, and initiatives to increase. But the rest of the Respondents were about evenly divided between those who are expecting their budgets to decrease and those expecting their budgets to stay the same. Do you have anything to add, Andrea? I think she covered it well. All right. Next question. How are organizations feeling about the strategy and direction of their organization's supply chain management program? So from the survey results, as well as from talking with other organizations, for the most part, organizations were feeling fairly positive about the direction of their organization's supply chain management efforts. Um, just in the research that we've done and speaking with different organizations, I think the positive feeling has a lot to do with organizations that have business objectives and business strategies that are aligning and communicated throughout the organization. Um, I think what else we're seeing are organizations also seem to be more positive about their supply chain management program when it is an environment that is more innovative and you see that there's a, this cross-functional collaboration that's actually occurring in the organization. Do you have anything to add? Well, I think it's pretty interesting that um, a pretty good majority of, of organizations out there feel positive, but it's also kind of worth noting that a little under 10% of the organizations we survey are not feeling positive at all. So I think that even though it's overwhelmingly positive, it does indicate that for some companies there's really a need to kind of push forward and do some improvement. Very interesting. I wonder if some of that too could be just a disconnect. Because often you see that 10%, there may be some disconnecting communication. There's some organizations where companies or lower level employees feel like, you know, um, top level management isn't communicating throughout the organization. That, yes, that's definitely a possibility. Very interesting. How do you see the priorities in supply chain area changing over the next three years? Um, I'll take that one. Uh, over the next three years, organizations from our research have indicated that they will be capturing supply chain performance through benchmarking. Um, more and more organizations are starting to understand the importance of benchmarking and, 
and need to make it a priority within their organization. You know, organizations often come to APQC looking to compare their organizations to others in the same industry to see if they're at a top performer or a bottom performer. They're looking for the right mix of metrics to include on their, their internal scorecards. Um, I think this trend is going to continue, and, and we're seeing that from the data that, you know, companies really want to look and um, look and see how they compare and benchmark themselves against other organizations. Um, something else that we've seen is, is a priority uh, moving forward for the next three years is, is organizations that are looking to manage strategic relationships with suppliers, um, and, and they're looking for new ways to improve the supply chains with that, that relationship. So whether it's managing your, your key suppliers or whether it's, uh, you know, creating a relationship or some connection with your supplier suppliers um, so that you have more visibility, um, I think that is, is a growing trend. And one of the other priorities that we saw from our research was also organizations making it a priority to focus on strategic uh, and tactical supply chains. That is also a growing trend. And kind of build on the development of relationships, we also saw that organizations are really looking to leverage and tap into their, their supply bases, technologies, technological capabilities. So there's that aspect as well. Great. So good question you added. So do you think that organizations are using or planning to use cloud services? So though some organizations have moved to the cloud, many organizations still aren't prepared for that move. Um, although the use of cloud systems for supply chain, especially in the procurement area, hold rate of appeal for businesses pretty much of all sizes. Um, in a recent study we actually conducted on indirect uh, procurement, uh, indirect spend, it was pretty evident that the vast majority of organizations weren't using cloud-based technology for procure-to-pay processes. Um, and you know, and just from a logistics standpoint, in transportation we've seen some cloud um, the use of cloud services for monitoring or transferring information for suppliers. Um, however, many of the organization's concerns, are, are a lot of them is, is around security. Security is a big factor while organizations aren't moving to the cloud, but then the budget is also a big factor for the movement to the cloud and, and, and remains a barrier. So I, I think you're going to see slow movement. Companies are very interested in it. Um, but I think it's going to take a while before you see this mass movement to the cloud. Yeah, and in our, our recent survey, we found that a lot of companies, even though they weren't currently using cloud systems, they had maybe slightly more interest in putting those into practice a little down the line. So I think, as Andre said, there's interest. It's not exactly right now, but it's something that companies are looking at. Great. You've talked a lot about the direction of supply chain and how it's going to be advancing in the next few years, but what would you say are the hot topics right now? As always, I think talent is a one. Um, so with companies seeing the retirement of existing supply chain professionals, they're always looking for ways to attract new employees to the field. There's been a lot of press around millennials, just in general in the workforce. So I think that's, that's a lot of discussion, and it's going to be, it's going to continue to be a big area of concern. I have to agree with Becky on, on the talent. Um, talent uh, management in the supply chain was popular three years ago, and it's popular today. I think maybe it's going to be popular in three years. Um, looking how to uh, attract and train millennials and get them ready for the supply chain, I think, is essential. Um, one of the other areas that, that we're seeing a, a growing interest in is big data, master data, and analytics. 
Um, we hear every day from, from our members and from universities that we work with in different alliances and this is an area of interest. Organizations are collecting tons of data but aren't quite sure how they're going to go about using some of the information they're collecting for strategic benefit. Um, and, and we're hoping to conduct more research on this. So, I mean, it's a very popular topic. Um, you know, one of the things that we're finding just from some of the things we've looked at with master data and, and, and even with some of the big data is that governance plays a very large um, or a, a key factor in, in how well organizations are going to be able to handle big data. But it's a new topic. It's very fresh. Organizations aren't quite sure what to do with it yet. Um, so it's still very new and we're hoping to do more with it. Um, one of the other key hot topics right now uh, is innovation in the supply chain. Um, it keeps coming up. Um, organizations are constantly looking for new ways to stay competitive and relevant um, as they're going through their supply chain. Um, I just recently went to uh, TCU. They had a conference in early June on innovation in the supply chain where we had tons of speakers, both in the academic um, uh, as well as practitioners come and talk about the different things that they were doing in their supply chain. And it, it was pretty amazing to, to listen to what companies are doing because they want to be relevant and, and there are tons of things that they're doing out there. So. Great. To touch on innovation there, how important do you think product and or service innovation is to an organization's supply chain management success? Well, I think as we see supply chain continue to play a more and more strategic role in the organization, I mean, innovation is going to be um, so important. I mean, it's going to be important for supply chain groups to look at new ways of doing things, new ways of providing value to the business, new ways of really um, leveraging that, that strategy and, and um, just becoming a, a bigger player within the enterprise. And uh, just to kind of build on that, as I had mentioned earlier, organizations are going to have to create an environment that actually fosters collaboration um, to create that innovation. Um, and, it, and it's going to have to come from top down. So an organization can't just say they want to be innovative um, in their supply chain, but they're actually going to have to show um, that they support the employees within the organization actually being innovative and, and showing that innovation can actually occur. Um, one of the many organizations at the conference that I mentioned um, that I went to at TCU was ROI, and they talked about their use of innovation. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with ROI, but it's a provider-owned uh, integrated supply chain organization that serves both its founder Mercy Health Center or health system and uh, other healthcare organizations throughout the U.S. But anyway, ROI used innovation to uh, reimagine the supply chain and develop solutions to drive greater efficiencies to help reduce costs and produce uh, sustainable change. So again, there are companies out there that are doing amazing things with innovation, and I think it's, um, it's seen as very important by organizations. Great. I have one last question for you guys. What can organizations do to ensure that their supply chain management programs achieve their goals? So I'm going to kind of, some of this is kind of touch on some of the things that I've already mentioned, but I think the first is making sure business objectives and business strategies are aligned and communicated throughout the organization. Um, I think having top-down leadership support of supply chain management program goals is essential. Um, allowing for cross-functional collaboration where it makes sense is, 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 is necessary. Um, I think organizations are going to have to keep being innovative. Supply chains have to 
keep finding innovative ways to be better. Um, and finally, I'd say you have to keep your customers in mind and try to get their satisfaction levels. You have to make sure you're delivering to their expectations and beyond. And uh, this will help uh, organizations establish long-term customer relationships. But to kind of step back, I'd say, um, I guess the, a big picture would be to just evaluate regularly. And I think we've seen in our research that companies are taking this seriously with their plans to, plans to benchmark. So, you know, just looking at whether the supplier relationships that you have are delivering the value that you want, looking for new ways to do things, being innovative, looking for ways to leverage the data that you have, you know, the, using the big data um, topic, but and also looking for ways to just improve your performance, kind of going through and taking a look and seeing where you can do things better. All right, great. Do you have any additional topics to touch on? No, I think we've covered it. Thank you okay. very much. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, guys. That concludes the podcast for today. I really appreciate both of you being here. If anyone has any questions, you can reach Andrea Stroud by email at astroud at aqc.org. That's A-S-T-R-O-U-D at A-P-Q-C dot O-R-G. If you would like to see more of the trends, research findings, or any other supply chain research, please visit our knowledge base at www.apqc.org. Thanks for joining and look for more information on upcoming webinars and content in your inbox soon.